Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friend, Emily, and she is going to talk to us about being a state title holder and her experience at Miss America's Teen. So Emily, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi everyone. First of all, Elizabeth, thank you for having me. This is my first <laughs> appearance post Miss America's Teen, so I'm so excited to be here. My name is Emily Anastasio. I am the current Miss Connecticut's Teen 2023. I have about five months left in my reign, which is crazy. I just recently turned 19 and my community service initiative is called Alzheimer's Awareness. I love it. I love it. Okay, so talk about how you got started in pageantry. So actually, I've been involved in the Miss Connecticut Scholarship Organization, the Miss America Opportunity, for quite a long time now. I met my first Connecticut in Miss Connecticut, excuse me, in 2012. She came to our school and talked to us, and that was kind of my, oh my gosh, moment. But I didn't start getting involved in the Miss Connecticut Scholarship Organization until I was about 12 or 13 when I was a Connecticut princess. And then I didn't start competing until 2022. That was my first year competing. And then this year obviously was my second year competing and I won the title of Miss Connecticut's teen and then went and just competed on Miss America's teen, which is absolutely insane. But I've been involved for quite a long time now and hopefully I will be involved for another 10 years. Till my age eligibility runs out. I love it. I love it. Okay, so we just saw you do the cutest little dance on the Miss America's Teen stage. So talk about your talent. You know, how did you get started in your talent? Is that something you've been doing your whole life? And then how do you go about picking a piece for a state or a national pageant? Absolutely. My talent was a high energy tap routine to I'm Still Standing from the movie Sing. I'm the biggest Elton John fan ever. So when I was looking for songs to do, this was actually the talent that I did at my state competition. If it's not broke, don't fix it. I absolutely loved doing that talent on the stage. So my choreographer, Rob Moranti, from my my dance studio, Triple Threat Dance Company, I actually just graduated. So it's been absolutely awesome to get to actually dance on a stage since I won't be competing this year. He was like, we're going to we're going to look for some high energy songs and get you a good routine. And I love Elton John. So I thought I'm still standing. It's the perfect song to do. It shows my personality, shows my fast footwork. So I absolutely loved the routine. And I have been a competitive dancer for this is actually my 16th year since I count it since I actually did compete for Miss America scene. I count it. So, yes, 16 years. So I've been a competitive dancer for basically my entire life, and it's something that I love to do. It's my absolute passion. So I knew that that was something that I absolutely wanted to do on the Miss America's Teen stage, and tap has always been my favorite style of dance. So when we were looking for the right talent for me, I knew Elton John, high energy, and it has to be tap, and that was the perfect routine. I love it. I love it. I'm a dancer too. So I love that. That's so fun. Um, okay. So talk about your favorite phase of competition. You know, what is it? And talk to, talk to us a little bit about why that phase is your favorite. My favorite phase of competition. I actually have two, which is okay. kind of uncommon. The first one being talent. Obviously I just spoke about how much I love dance and how much I love tap dancing, how long I've been dancing, but I've been doing this for so long that it's kind of like a second nature to me. And I love doing it. And like I mentioned, I graduated high school last June. So Getting to compete on a stage when I wouldn't be able to do that this year was incredible. I'm definitely going to miss it when I go and visit my sister in my old studio at competition. So getting to do that was so fun. I've always loved talent. I've always loved dancing. And then I also love interview, which is kind of uncommon because I feel like a lot of people 
are very nervous about it. And I totally agree. I have anxiety. So I totally get how people don't really like interview, but I've learned to love it despite the fears and everything. I was very nervous before my interview for Miss America's Teen, but as soon as I walked into the room, it was like I took a big deep breath and I knew that I knew that I had it. I won the overall interview award at Miss Connecticut's Teen. So I know that I'm at least a little bit good at interviewing. Yeah. So I absolutely love talking to the judges and having them get to know me. And I also love getting to know them. So talent and interview for sure are my favorite phases, but I feel like it's very hard to pick because all of the phases are just so amazing. Fair, fair. And then, okay, so part of your interview is obviously talking about your CSI. So talk to us a little bit about what your CSI is, what you've been doing with it, and what your plans for the future are with it. My CSI is called Alzheimer's Awareness, and both of my great-grandmothers had Alzheimer's. And with my CSI, I work to educate people on the effects that Alzheimer's has on not only patients, but their caretakers as well. And since I saw this and the effects that Alzheimer's has on patients and caretakers firsthand, I really wanted to help people learn about how broad the spectrum is and that it's not only a forgetful disease. There are mental health issues that come with that for the patients and the caretakers, and there's so much other things that people don't know. It's the sixth leading cause of death in the United States. And people are not aware of that. And I told that to the judges in my interview, and they were very shocked to hear about that. So I love going around and educating people. I've gone to schools. And actually, this past June, before I won my title of Miss Connecticut's Teen, I held a pasta dinner fundraiser, and we were able to raise, I believe, $1,140. And I donated that directly to the Alzheimer's Association to fund research. And I'm actually Fingers crossed that it happened soon. It will happen before my reign is over. I'm going to have another hopefully big fundraiser to help fund the Alzheimer's Association. And I know that my community and the state of Connecticut and even people across the country will help to donate and help me raise money because this cause is very near and dear to my heart. And I really want to help it in the future. I love that. That's so awesome. Okay, so you've mentioned a couple of times, you know, you just competed for Miss America's Teen. So talk about, talk a little bit about that week. You know, what was the most surprising thing? It could be like something that you wish you would have packed or um, something like an event that you guys did. But what was the most surprising thing about the week of Miss America's Teen? Oh, boy, that's that's kind of a loaded question because I'm still kind of processing everything. Sure. Like I can't believe it happened. I actually flew home just two days ago because I stayed a couple of extra days to celebrate my birthday in Florida. As but you should. it was an absolutely incredible week. I think the most surprising thing to me was probably how much I needed to pack. Usually when I go on vacations, I only pack about one suitcase. My family packs about one suitcase, but I had two suitcases, two full suitcases, a carry-on and a personal item. And then I even had to pack some other things in my mom and my sister's suitcases. So I was packing. And then I think also another thing was how little sleep we were going to actually get because visitations ended around like 1130 or 12 midnight. So when we got back to our room, you had to shower, take your makeup off, make sure you're prepared for the next day, have all your outfits out. And I really was surprised that I got so little sleep. But you know what? It's, it's all part of the journey. So yeah, it was it was a great week, no matter what. And I got a lot of sleep after that. So I love it. I love it. Okay. So obviously, you know, you were talking about you had to pack so much stuff. So talk about what your prep looked like in preparation for Miss America's Teen. You know, what did you focus on? What did that look like over the past few months when you were prepping for it? Absolutely. So I did a lot of mock interviews that helped to 
kind of erase my anxiety around it, even though it's always going to be there. I feel like for everybody in interview, I did a couple of interviews. I felt very confident in my interview after I had an amazing panel of judges every single time. I did a lot of talent prep. I'm a freshman in college. So when I was preparing, I was actually going to my campus's kind of rec center and working in the open studio space. So I got to practice there. And then also when I came home for winter break, I got a lot of talent prep in. And then obviously looking over my paperwork, making sure I was educated on real world issues because I was the oldest delegate. So I just turned 19. And so I wanted to make sure that I walked into interview and was ready for political questions, real world issues, CSI based questions, anything that I would have been asked as the oldest delegate. But I did a lot of mental prep too and kind of self-care because I knew that this was going to be uh, incredibly exciting, but also an incredibly long week. And I kind of had in mind that I maybe wouldn't get that much sleep. So I tried to catch up on my sleep, kind of really just relax and talk to my family and get to be around people that I wouldn't seen in a long time when I was gone for two weeks. So mental prep was definitely big for me during that time. I love it. I love it. Okay. So what was your favorite thing about Miss America's Teen Week? Hands down, meeting all the girls. I now get to say I have a best friend and sister in every single state, which is incredible. And next year, Miss Connecticut's team is going to say they have a best friend in every single state and Puerto Rico, which we were so surprised about that. When we heard it at the arrival ceremony, we almost jumped out of our seats. But getting to meet and connect with all the other girls, I made so many incredible connections, not only with the girls, actually, but we had our incredible choreographers, Mikey and Rudy. I made connections with them. I made connections with some of the production team. And having those connections has been great. We've actually, excuse me, actually been chatting since we all got home about how cold it's been since we came home from Florida. But hands down, besides getting to compete for the job of a lifetime, meeting all those girls and making all those friendships will last a lifetime. And I know a lot of girls say they're my future bridesmaids and aunties for my kids. And I absolutely understand that now for sure. Yeah, you've lived it. I love that. I love that. Okay, so talk about the shift from you were a local title holder before this. You said you competed for a few years. So what was the shift from going from a local title holder to a state title holder like? I was Miss Bristol's teen 2023. I was crowned in October of 2022. So I actually had quite a bit of time to prepare and serve out my local title before I won my state title. And there wasn't really many differences that I saw because I served my local title as if I was the state title holder. I was competing in my last year of eligibility in teen. So I wanted to do my best if I didn't win to serve out my local title as if I was the state title holder. So I went to so many appearances. My local ED was, thank you so much for getting me all of those appearances. I had so many opportunities to network and really push my passions forward and get to talk about them. But there's definitely a lot of time commitment changes from being a local title holder to being a state title holder. Obviously, as a freshman in college, I have a little bit more time doing other activities. Obviously, I'm a cheerleader and do other activities at my school. But there's definitely a bigger bigger time commitment for sure. You have to be available for photo shoots, for interviews like this one, and lots of other appearances. So I'm kind of lucky that I was able to go into college at the perfect time because I have a pretty flexible schedule, but definitely it's definitely a nice time commitment for sure. I bet. I bet. <laughs> okay, our final question. If you could give one piece of advice to a girl who's competing at Miss America's Teen next year, what would it be? 
be yourself and live in the moment. That was the first thing that Robin Fleming, our new CEO, told to us at orientation was just be yourself. The judges will see that. The judges will see your passions and see what you're capable of doing this organization and also live in the moment because you're going to blink and it's going to be over like that. And it absolutely was. So getting to take videos and be at Dave and Buster's and really just kind of sit in that and take a backseat while everything was just happening and kind of seeing everything and be like, this has been my dream for so long and I'm getting to live in it. So make sure that you are always being yourself, always be kind, but also just take everything in as much as you can because it's going to go by so quickly and you're going to miss it so so much like I already do but just just make the most of it I love that I love that well thank you so much for all your insight and giving us a little behind the scenes look at what your year has looked like as a state title holder and what your experience was like in this America's teen and I so appreciate you coming on and chatting with us thank you for having me I so enjoyed this interview Yay, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all.